Welcome to the Feedwell Audio Tapes, a comprehensive library of teachings from the Word of God by God's servant, Reverend George Adjigoye. It is our prayer that God's words to you through this tape will be inspiring and motivational. As you listen intently, meditate deeply and be a doer of these words. God bless you. This is YMTS and so we are going to share the Word of God and we are going to close by 8 o'clock so you are not going to be tempted about what you are able to bear Proverbs 11 how many of you are already enjoying the fast? I can't see some people raising up their hand how many of you are enjoying the fast? if you are not enjoying it, raise up your hand I would like the protocol team to carry you and bring you here so that you can you can at least you know there are some things you don't enjoy when you start agreed you have to discipline yourself to start then after you've been doing it for a while then you begin to delight in it i remember in those days when i was traveling around this country i used to have a, a message titled from discipline to delight from discipline to delight there are some things god wants you to do you don't enjoy it but you you begin to discipline yourself and gradually you begin to enjoy it that is how it happens in some people proverbs 11 I'm reading from verse 17 to 19 and I'll be sharing the word of God by the grace of God just for about an hour Proverbs 11 verse 17 to 19 the merciful man doeth good to his own soul but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh the wicked walketh a deceitful walk but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a surely word as righteousness tendeth to life so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death by the grace of god for a few minutes i will be speaking on the subject am i hurting myself am i hurting h-u-r-t-i-n-g am i hurting myself this is a very important question i would like to examine that question today and the intention is if you are then you can correct and amend things shall we pray father add your blessing to the word you have given me today to share with your people as i break the bread of life Anoint me to speak with simplicity, clarity, and precision. Anoint every word in a way, O oh God, that it will no longer just be my vocabulary or use of language, but the anointing that makes the difference. Anoint the people that they will stand in a position to hear me and hear you speak. May your great name be glorified, and may it be, O oh God, that at the end of the day, all that your intention is to be wrath through this message would have been wrath be glorified we extol you father in jesus name we pray amen am i hurting myself i know that one thing the enemy of our soul satan is out to do on all occasions in every place i would reference to everything that he does to us is that is how to hurt us to hurt means to cause pain. To hurt means to cause damage. 
To hurt means to cause injury. To hurt means to cause damage. The enemy is out to hurt us. John 10, 10 said, The thief, talking about the devil, comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. In stealing, in killing, and in destroying, his intention is to hurt us. His intention is to hurt us. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the enemy, walketh about, seeking whom to devour. The devil has a commitment to hurt. He has a desire and a longing to hurt. He is interested in hurting us. To cause injury, to cause pain, to cause damage. That is his intention. But it is not only the enemy that hurts us. You will all agree with me that you have been hurt by people. Whether it's intentional or intentional, you will all agree with me that at one time in one place with reference to one thing or the other, you have been hurt. No doubt about that. You have been hurt by people from the way they treated you. Probably they treated you like a piece of garbage. You have been hurt by people from the way they spoke to you. Probably they spoke to you without weighing their words and the effect of their words. You have been hurt by people by the way they look on you. They look at you. Probably they look down on you. They look at you through the color of the eyes. You also probably have been hurt by the things that people said about you. One way or the other, various people at other times have also hurt us. And you will also agree with me that you have also hurt people. So not only do, do we get hurt by the devil, but, the, but our friends, our co-workers, our colleagues, our spouses, our father, our mother, have been known to hurt us. It may not be intentional. But the point is the effect is the same, whether it's intentional or not. And that is pain was caused, damage was caused, injury was caused. You have been, your self-esteem probably have been hurt. You have been hurt in various ways, in various times, not just by the devil, but also by others. Knowing therefore that the devil is out to hurt us, and that you and I may have been hurt by people, others, intentionally and unintentionally, we will be doing ourselves a lot of good not to hurt ourselves. I mean, if the devil is out to hurt me and is hurting me seriously, trying to kill, to steal, to destroy, and to devour, and others also are hurting me intentionally or unintentionally, then I believe that I should reduce the amount of hurt that I go through by not hurting myself. Do yourself a favor. Don't hurt yourself. Tap your neighbor and say, do not hurt yourself. You see, agree the devil is out to do that. Agree that others could do it to us. But the point is, you should not add to it. You should not build it up. You should not make it more than it should be already. Like I always tell people, we are not just fighting against the devil and fighting against others and fighting against the world and fighting against the flesh, but there is also a fight against self. And if you are going to win in the battle of life as a Christian worker or minister of the gospel, you are going to have to win that fight as well. You may win the fight with the devil but lose the fight with self. You may win the fight with others but lose the fight with yourself. And that is why I will encourage you, do not hurt yourself. 
in what way do we hurt ourselves? We hurt ourselves by doing what we are not supposed to do and by not doing what we are supposed to do. In what ways do we hurt ourselves? We hurt ourselves by not relating to people we should relate to and by relating to people we should not relate to. In what ways do we hurt ourselves? We hurt ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, by going to the places we shouldn't go to and by not going to the places we should go to. We hurt ourselves in these ways by doing and by not doing. By We hurt ourselves by speaking and by not speaking. By thinking and by not thinking. The enemy hurts us. Other people hurt us. And I'm saying to you today, stop hurting yourself. Now the question now is this. Is it true that in the Bible, the Bible talks about people hurting themselves? Of course. I will give you three scriptures that talk about people hurting themselves. In the book of Proverbs chapter 8, verse 35, he said, Whosoever findeth me findeth life, and obtain favor from God. Then he now said, Whosoever sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. Wrongeth his own soul. Now that statement, wrongeth his own soul, in other translations, is rendered a little bit differently. One translation says, Whosoever sinneth against God, does violence, to his own soul which means you hurting yourself you hurting yourself another one says whosoever sinned against him harms himself it is like you see when you do when, when you hurt yourself you can hurt yourself spiritually you can hurt yourself mentally you can hurt yourself naturally or physically just like you can mistakenly cut your finger with a razor blade or or a knife or or hit your finger with a hammer or or hit your head against the wall or get yourself pierced through with a chair, nail or whatever. You can also do that to yourself emotionally. You can also do to that to yourself spiritually. You can hurt yourself. You can harm yourself. It is not beyond us to hurt ourselves or harm ourselves in the natural. You know that that has happened. You didn't intend to but that was the result. You hurt yourself. So he that sinned against me says harms himself. One of us just says, he that's not against me is enjoying himself. So you can injure yourself. You can harm yourself. You can do violence to yourself. The point is, you are the one doing it to yourself. At times, the devil will do something to you, agreed. At times, others will do something to you, agreed. But you see, after the devil has finished and others have finished, most of the time, what we do to ourselves is what matters most. Anybody can look at you and say, look at you stupid monkey idiot. And go on his way. But you see, what the person said only lasted probably a few seconds. But for as long as you cannot get that thing out of your heart and mind, whatever effect those words are having on you is no longer what that person said. I mean, if you know that's true. It is what you are reminding yourself about. You could throw it away, you could overlook it, you could cancel it, you could disregard it. You could say it never existed, you could obliterate it. But it, there is a way in which if you return it and lost it, if you return it and hold it, it will still keep having the same effect. Many, many times what the devil does to us is not what destroys us. What other people do to us is not what destroys us. It's what we do to ourselves with the things that they have given us. Here he says, whosoever sinned against me, wrong get his own soul. In Proverbs again, chapter 20, verse 2. The word of God says, whosoever provoked God to anger, he said, sinned against his own soul. 
sinneth against his own soul. One translation of that be passage, whosoever provoke God to anger is forfeiting, I mean, is wronging his soul. It means you are doing your soul wrong if you provoke him to anger. Another one says, whosoever provokes him to anger forfeit his life. Now, let me say this to you. When you are hurting yourself, you are eating away at your own life. Thank God the enemy might come against you with the castigating information. Your friends could raise up an evil report. Your colleagues in the place of work will accuse you severally. But you see, these things can go only as far as you allow it. Whatever things you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever things you lose on earth is lost in heaven. One man said this long ago and it stuck with me. He said, he said, you are the one who determine what your problem will do to you. I mean, it will, it's supposed to be something you face, supposed to be something that happened, but you are the one who determine how long it will last. The effect of that thing will last. Here it says, whosoever provoke him to anger, forfeit his life. Another one says, and I like this, he said, whosoever provoke God to anger, does wrong against himself. Now, ordinarily, you wouldn't want to do wrong against yourself. But if care is not taken, you may be involved in that, currently as I'm speaking. Another one says, and, in, and I'm reading another scripture to you, now Proverbs 10, 17 that we read, the scripture, look at verse 17. You will see here the scripture telling us two things. The air part says, the merciful man doeth good unto his own soul. That is to let you know that you can do good to your own soul. You don't have to hurt yourself. If you hurt yourself, it's because you chose to. You could have chosen not to. Because here it says, that is what somebody else chooses to do. The merciful man doeth good unto his own soul. You know, we read about the one who wronged his own soul. Now look at the big part of that scripture. He said, but he that is cruel, troubled his own flesh. You see, those are two people. One man is doing himself a lot of good. The other man is doing himself a lot of disservice. It is not the circumstance that matters. It is because those people did actually not do what they were supposed to do. The merciful man was doing massively, and so it was the effect was good on his soul. The, the cruel man on the other side was doing wickedly, and the effect was on his flesh. Which means you can wrong yourself in the flesh, wrong yourself in the soul, and you can do right yourself in the flesh and do right yourself in the soul. As we go on today, I will I will give you a good example. You see, let me say this to you. It is not what the devil says or does that is the issue anymore. It is not what somebody else says or does that is the issue anymore. What is the issue is, you need to step on the scale and ask yourself, am I hurting myself? Am I really doing myself any good service? Am I helping or am I harming? Am I lifting or am I throwing myself down? Here he tells us two people. He said, the wicked and the cruel man doeth good i mean do uh, the trouble at his own flesh one translation says it like this he said a merciless man harms himself what i'm pushing at is the issue of hurting ourselves that's what i'm pushing at that's what i'm trying to drum into you the issue of harming yourself he said a merciful man harms himself and another one and i love this one it says a troublemaker hurts himself the bottom line of all I have said is it is possible for you to hurt yourself just like it's possible for you to do yourself a lot of good. In the next few minutes, I would like to look at some things that we may be using to harm ourselves or to hurt ourselves. Remember, we are stepping on the scale. We are considering the fact. Am I hurting myself? Am I hurting myself? 
by doing or not doing am i hurting am i harming in what way am i hurting myself in what way can i harm myself in what way can i stop harming myself because you see many many times people do not know that they don't know that fact that they are harming them hurting themselves or hurting themselves or they are causing injury or pain to themselves i will give you about as many as i can give you instances using the word of god to support myself of ways in which you and i can hurt ourselves or harm ourselves or be involved in hurting ourselves or harming ourselves the first way in which you can be harming yourself or in which you can be hurting yourself is you will hurt yourself and harm yourself and cause injury to yourself if you despise the word of god if you despise the word of god Eve and Adam, we are given a word from God. God came and spoke to them of everything that is in the garden that we are freely eat. For of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat. For in the day that thou eatest, thou shalt surely die. There is the word of God on tithing. There is the word of God on giving. The word of God covers every area and aspect of our lives. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 said, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for correction, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect. God gave us his word to profit us. But you see, if you despise that word, you will hurt yourself. You see, because God has given us his word to guide us. He has given us his word to lead us. He has given us his word to energize us. He has given us his word to profit so that we can make profit out of living. Isaiah 48 17 He said, I am he that cheated thee how to profit that leadeth thee in the way that thou shouldest go. But you see, no matter what the word of God says, if you and I despise it, we will hurt ourselves. Adam and Eve were given the word by God. And Adam and Eve despise the word of God. To despise means to, to make into a child's play. To think it is not what God says it is. If you despise the word of God, you will hurt yourself. Now, those who go into hell will have hurt themselves personally because they despise the word of God. Because the word of God already says, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave to the God Son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. But whosoever believeth in him, whosoever does not believe in him, will perish. So if someone does despise that word, and think that word is a matter of trite, and think that word is like the words of man and think that word is not powerful enough or not compelling enough or not important enough for him to bring himself in line with it then that person without fail will hurt himself that is why proverbs 13 13 says he that despise the word of god shall be destroyed you know that word destroyed used there is translated in so many ways one translation says he that despised the word of God shall suffer. Now suffering is a form of hurt. Another one says, He that despised the word of God bringeth destruction on himself. Who brought it on him? Was it somebody else? No. Was it the devil? No. Was it God? No. He brought it on himself. Because he did not take what the word of God says to be what it's supposed to be. He that despised the word of God bringeth destruction on himself. One other translation says, He that despised the word of God will come to destruction. 
Another one says he that despised the word of God will find himself in trouble. When you despise the word of God, the word of God was given to you to profit. When you despise it, it means you will experience loss. And you know as well as I do that a loss is a hurtful thing. It's a painful thing. When you lose something, it's painful. And here he says, it comes at times as a result of despising the word of God. So the question is this, am I hurting myself by overlooking the word? Am I hurting myself by not regarding that what the word of God says is something that I should bring myself in line with? Am I hurting myself? Proverbs chapter 9 verse 12 says, If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. That is Proverbs 9, 12. The A part said, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. I like one version of that Eli part, that, 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 that part. Listen to what it says. It said, if you are wise, it will be to your advantage. If you are wise, who is a wise man? A wise man is who takes what the word of God says and use it to guide his life. Shawala 19 verse 9. He said, how can a young man cleanse his ways? It is by taking heed unto God's commandment. In Shawala 19 verse 11, he said, that words that are hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Shawala 19 verse 1 3, he said, order my steps in your word and let no iniquity as it were have dominion over me if you are wise if you use the word of god for what it's supposed to be he said if you are wise it will be to your own advantage what means the word of god is given to me to put me in an advantage god did not give me the word of god to condemn me by the word he gave me the word of god to justify me and to help me someone 19 verse 105 that what is the what is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path but you see when you despise that word you will eventually pay for it as it were one Daniel says, he that despises the word of God will pay for it. And when you pay, it's painful. When a word is given to you and you lightly esteem it, it's painful. Because that is what occurs. Another translation of Proverbs chapter 9 verse 12 says, If you are wise, it will turn to your profit. You remember I told you in the beginning that the word of God is given to profit us? If you use the word of God, it will profit you. But if you do not use it for what it is and you despise it, the effect and the consequences are negative. So am I hurting myself? When I it's when you disregard the word of God, you're hurting yourself. Because in Luke 16, 17, it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for a judge or the truth of God's law to fail. We are told in Matthew chapter 5, verse 18, it says, till heaven and earth pass, not even the judge or the truth of God's law will fail. In Matthew 24, 35, it said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words we never pass away god's word is such that we'll never come to a point when it's not so when you despise it and overlook it and disregard and say what is it that the word of god has said now ladies and gentlemen you're hurting yourself you're not hurting anyone because you see the word of god will always will always be the standard by which god will measure anyone it is not what i feel it's not what i taste it's not what i touch you want somebody else has opinion about the word of god so if that despise the word of god shall be shall he did not say maybe shall be destroyed shall be destroyed destroy will lead to heart it will lead to pain when the word of god says be not unequally yoked together with unbelief and you despise it you will hurt yourself you will hurt yourself when the bible says be tender ephesians 4 32 kind be tender kind and be tender hearted kind forgiving one another even as god for christ said forgave now and you despise that then 
it will, you will hurt yourself whatever the word of god says is not a matter of trite so the word of god is given as a light when we refuse to walk in the light of the world what we now experience is that we walk in darkness when we despise the word of god we experience hurt we experience pain we experience injuries god's word is out to prevent us from experiencing such remember i'm not saying that every time you have a heart it's because you despise the word of god that is why i have so many other things i'm going to share with you today so remember this that you can hurt yourself by overlooking the word god will give a word and you overlook it i i can go into so many places but you can use this to also establish it yourself look at various places in the bible where god gave his word the bible says in the book of psalm 68 11 the lord gave the word great was the company of them that published it but wherever god has given his word and people refuse to accept his word for what it is what it has always led to is hurt and so when you choose to walk contrary to the word god will want you to know that he will also walk contrary to you if you walk in the word then you will walk with the lord because the lord and his word are the same but if you walk contrary to the word of god then god has no choice but to walk contrary to you this is in leviticus 21 26 leviticus 21 26 he said if you walk contrary to me i will also walk contrary to you so am i hurting myself by overlooking what the word of god says am i hurting myself that is one way in which we hurt ourselves that is one way in which you harm yourself it is not what the devil is doing to you it's not what somebody else is doing to you it is what you are doing to yourself because you have refused to esteem god's word for what god's word is Psalm 119 verse 128 he said i have esteemed your word concerning everything to be right and this has kept me from every false way god will judge us only by the standard of his word god will not condemn anybody based on the way you look he has already told us in his word what is going to judge us by and according to Acts 17 30 31 he said the time of ignorance god has winked that he has commanded everywhere that everybody should repent because he has appointed the day in which he's going to judge the world by jesus christ and you know who jesus christ is? he was the word that was made flesh according to john 1 14. so he that despises the word of god shall be destroyed am i hurting myself now somebody said i'm sorrowful you know why you are sorrowful because you see you will have had joy if the word of god had a place in you jeremiah said in jeremiah 15 16 thy words were found and i did etch them and thy words were a joy and a rejoicing of my heart for i'm called by your name psalm 119 verse 162 he said i rejoice at thy word like one that have found grace for if you take the word of god for what it is and put it in your heart and put it in your life and act on it in your speech in your conduct in your relationship it will lead to joy unspeakable jesus himself said it in john 15:11. he said they will have joy by the word that i have spoken to them when the word of god was put in samaria and people received the word of god with all gladness the bible says in Acts 8 8 there was great joy in the city you cannot separate joy from the word so remember that if you remember nothing Am I hurting myself? Any way you overlook the word, you create sorrow for yourself. The word of God is supposed to produce joy. If you get back on the word, joy will come. If you get back on the word, joy will come. If sorrow comes for the night, joy can come in the morning. If in the night you act on the word. Psalm 30 verse 5. He said his anger is but for a moment. Weeping may endure for the night. But in the morning come a joy. Then verse 6 says, and in my prosperity I say, I shall not be moved. Am I hurting myself? Secondly, 
The second way in which you hurt yourself, listen to this very carefully, oh, we can't be hurting ourselves, is that you will be hurt if you like neglect the call of God on your life or the vision and dreams that he has given you. You will, you will hurt yourself. The safest place to be is in the place where God has called you to be. Listen to what the scripture says in Proverbs 27 verse 8. It says, as a bird out of the nest, so is a man out of his place. If a bird is out of the nest, actually the word used there, bird, it is a word for a young bird that is not yet wise. If a man is out of his place, there is no way he will not be hurt. If your bone is out of place, there is no way you will not feel a pain. So, if you neglect the word of, if you neglect the call of God, or the vision, or the purpose of God for your life, you will hurt yourself. There are people who are pursuing something different from what God made them for. Let me say this to you. You are not an accidental creation. God told Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1.5, Before I formed you, I knew you. Before I brought you forth, I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. So there was no way Jeremiah was going to have joy unspeakable and full of glory except in the thing that God had formed him for. Acts 15, 18. No known to God from the very foundation of the world are all his works. When he was making you, there was something he was fitting you for. And for you to try to be something else apart from what God fitted you for, you will hurt yourself. You will, you will cost yourself a lot of damage, injuries, pain. Because there are some people who are trying to adjust their call to fit their feelings. They are adjusting their call to fit the environment, the economic environment of the 21st century world. And you will hurt yourself. You will cause pain for yourself. You will, you will cause damage. You will create complications and contradictions. You will, you will get yourself into a position where God had never wanted you to be. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 5, For no man to get this horn upon himself except his call. As Christians, we are called generally, and as a minister, you are called of God to do something else. And you can hurt yourself. Look at Saul. Saul was called by God and given a position as a king. But you see, time came when he started pursuing David. Now, that was not supposed to be part of his work. And he hurt himself. Barnabas was another example. Barnabas, according to the call of Barnabas. And God did not change his mind. Remember Romans 11, 29. For the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. One translation says, God does not change his mind about whom he calls or chooses. So, Barnabas, according to Acts 13, 2, says, Separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work we are unto I have called them. But a time came when Barnabas said, Well, I'm not going to be like that anymore. I mean, this man is trying to show me that he is more serious than in this ministry. Everything that is done in anger will not fulfill divine purpose. Romans 1.20 The wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. If you act in anger, you will be a Moses, you will not see the promised land. Most of the time, anger comes. And anger also comes to God. Many, many times when God was angry, he was out to do something serious. But Moses had always done to pacify. So it's always good for you to pacify yourself. In whatever challenge or situation you find yourself, remember this message. Am I hurting myself? How am I hurting myself when I'm trying to do what Barnabas did? Barnabas was so angry at what Paul did. 
and some other one said where i'm going and he left and immediately he left his name disappeared you see let me say what makes you special is the call of god on your life if you are no longer willing to fulfill that call you become ordinary for, for as long as you have willing the call that you are special Deuteronomy 7 6 he said the lord has chosen me to be a special treasure unto him above all the people of the earth what makes you special is that god has crafted you to fulfill a divine purpose that not just anybody can fulfill that is why you cannot despise it you cannot look down on it so many people will have given so long to be in your seat today but they are not if you despise the color look at jonah the entire ministry of jonah was just a summary of four chapters what happened jonah had a spirit of prejudice in him that god could not work with there are prejudices i mean i, I don't see a reason why jonah couldn't have written books or couldn't have prophesied for long like isaiah like jeremiah like ezekiel jonah is referred to as one of the minor prophets daniel is not referred to as one of the minor prophets i mean he is there so what i'm saying is this you will hurt yourself if you refuse to embrace and to accept and to walk in the power of the call of god for your life jonah missed out jonah messed up jonah will not accept it and he hurt himself he shot himself in the feet or the leg like they say in english language he didn't get to where he could have gotten to paul says something he said i don't want to hurt myself he said i will preach this gospel i don't want to hurt myself he said i'm going to do everything to make sure that i fulfill this call he said i will fulfill the vision that god had given me i will not hurt myself i will make sure i do everything not to hurt myself staying in the lord has been one of the challenges i have as a person and it's because i don't just want to hurt myself i don't just want to dislocate myself you see when you know god has given you a special body and a spiritual assignment then you can say like paul said woe is me if i put down the gospel because you see it in a different light some other person can come and say no what do you mean and say something casual about it but you see if you do not want to hurt yourself then you take your call seriously paul had to send a message to a man known as Archippus, a young minister colossians 4 17. he says take he says say unto Archippus that he take it unto the ministry that he has received that he should testify of the grace of god let me give you this testimony in 1994 i went for a program this was in kenya and i preached and i preached and there was a 71 year old man who was sitting in front like this he was the principal of a theological seminary in ghana after i preached for three days the man came to me on the third day with tears in his eyes he held me and shook and shook and shook and trembled i didn't know what to make of it he brought tissue paper out and he dabbed his eyes but it will not stop but it will not leave my hand after the man had finished doing everything he did the man looked at me and said listen to me he said you do not know the kind of regret i have seeing you preach the way you preach today i said regret i thought he was saying that he was going to say i was refreshed he said you do not know something he said when i was about your age probably not even as old as you are i was about 24 years of age he said the lord spoke to me that he wanted me to begin to memorize portions of the scripture because he wanted to use me in a special way he wanted to use me to preach the gospel in a way to motivate people to read the bible he said that was god's intention for me he said god crafted me he said i could commit so many of these things to mine he said but i made a mistake i didn't want to be like that because i was frightened what people would say so i did something else and look at me today then he started talking about his contemporaries who had done great things not only in africa but also in europe and the americas 
he started talking about people that were of his category and he had worked with and he had sat down with and he said to me today he said in the last three days as i sat there listening to you he said god spoke to me and said this was what i wanted you to do about 50 years ago he said what you have seen in front of you is exactly what i had intended for and it hurt the man that was why a 70 something year old man was crying uncle that is hurt it's a hurt in the soul and the reason was because he despised the call god gave him he wanted to be like the Joseph next door he wanted to be like someone else he was not satisfied with the way god made him let me show this to you god give peculiar anointings and god called people for special assignment do not be a poor imitation of something that you admire be an exact copy of what god wants you to be or you will hurt yourself that Lord said, I have regretted every single day of my life. He said, every single day I have regretted it. He said, but in the last three days, I was shattered by it. He said, I, he looked up with tears in his eyes. He said, I cannot imagine how I can be able to live with myself in the next few years. I've not heard from him since 1994. But I only pray that God give you an opportunity. But there are some opportunities that cannot be repeated. There are some things that can only be done in this season and not the next season. And unless... You hit the iron when it is hot. Unless you see the opportunity when you still have your two hands, they may slip from your fingers. Let us take heed to the things that we have had. Lest at any time we let them slip from us. Let us take heed to the things that we are God has shared with us. See, because the point is, you will pass through this life at once. And you could hurt yourself by disobeying. God may not have called you to a full-time ministry. God may have called you to something else. But you see, you will hurt yourself irreparably if you overlook that particular anointing that God gifted you with and that God wants to use to impart your own generation. Proverbs 29:18. Proverbs 29:18. He said, he said, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now that is what? Where you don't have a vision. Do you have a vision? He said, where you do not have a vision, the people. Now let me say this to you. You can see why you don't have a vision. Those people that you have had a vision for perish. But the person without a vision is actually saying, I have no reason for being. Because these are the days when young men will see visions. And old men will dream dreams. Old men who are the age of 75, like Abraham, will still leave all of the Chaldees and go to the Soviet Union or Libya or Cameroon or come to Nigeria. And blaze a trail and chart a course and fulfill destiny. Am I hurting myself because I have no vision? Am I hurting myself because I've been dislocated? How does that mean? Not everybody is called to pastor. It may be the easiest thing to pastor, but it may not be the best thing to. And we are going to start calling to that. Not everybody is called to travel. It may be the easiest thing to travel and the most admirable and commendable thing because it, it feeds your ego. But what feeds your ego is not the same thing that feeds God. God is not a man. God is not a man. Number three reason, and I go on because of time here, where you may be opening yourself. Now let me say this to you. Another way in which people have themselves is where you forsake the assembling together of one another as the man of some is. Some people think going to church helps the pastor. There is a lot for you as a person to gain. The word fellowship, which is also translated in the Greek word kononia, means three things it means my fellowship with god it also means my fellowship with the brethren and it also means my fellowship 
with the brethren and together we fellowship with God. It is not every fellowship you can enjoy at home. It is not every spiritual growth you can experience by being at home. Many people who are not members of a church and who are members but do not take part in the church as they should, you are hurting yourself. Anybody who has never been a good member of the church will have a problem pastoring the church. Because the best way to understudy leadership is for you to be at the other end. If you have been there, you will find it easy to be here. If you have been a good member, you'll be a good pastor. If you are a bad member, you can never be a good pastor. It does not just come by the announcement. There are certain things that you learn by being in the situation. Not forsaking. I like that scripture. Hebrews 10, 25. But before I go to last scripture, let me say this. When God made us, he put, he, he, he put man in the garden. And there was something he said. In Genesis 2, 18. He said it is not good for man to be alone. Which means God saw that man, even in fellowship with him, will still not be complete without entering into a stable fellowship with some other person or some other persons. That is why Psalm 68 verse 6 says, God set the solitary in families. Church membership is a part of God's universal family and a local family. If you are not a member of the church, you are hurting yourself. There is something membership of the church will do. It will help you to be fed. It will strengthen you. It will polish you up in relationship with other people. Many character flaws as Christians are taken care of when you rub shoulders and sit and serve with other believers. Other believers like other stones in the river. You know when you have other stones in the river? As these stones begin to grind one another, as the river begins to move and these stones begin to grind one another, you discover that they become smooth. Which means there is a role and a function that other people play with you and God will always want you to be a finished product but the perfected process will be in the company of others some people don't want to belong to a church because they don't want to be answerable and you are hurting yourself that is why it says not forsaking the assembling together of us as the manner of families one translation says not abandoning there are some people who used to but they abandoned Another one says not neglecting. Another one says not staying away from church meetings. Church meetings. There is a crowd here on Sunday morning. There is a different crowd here on Wednesday evening. There is a different crowd here on Friday night. You need to attend the regular church celebration service because the atmosphere is different. But you also need to attend, attend the other services because the atmospheres are different. And it is the intermingling and interworking of these atmospheres that produce a round, well-polished stone. And that's why God set you in families. When Jesus Christ was here, he never missed a service. Luke chapter 4 verse 16. He said when he got to Nazareth, on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as his custom was. Matthew 12, 9, as his custom was. Apostle Paul never was in a town and mixed fellowship. He got to a strange town where he did not know the pastor. The Bible said in Acts 13, 14, look at what he says. He said he entered into the synagogue and he sat down. What meant that he did not know the people there, he did not know who they are, he, did not, he was not a part of it. But when he got there, he located himself in a place because he knew he had to be fed. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, not forsaking. You will be hurting yourself. You see, there are certain covering that only the church can give you. There are certain securities. There are certain protections. There are certain uh, encouragement that you can only get in the church family. And you are hurting yourself, even if you are in a church and you are standing off. The church is the pillar and the ground of truth. 
The church is God's family here on earth. The church is the place where it has pleased him to put his name. God told every child of Israel in Deuteronomy 12 55, He said, Make sure you appear in the place where my name is. He repeated it in Deuteronomy 16 13. He said, Every year, every male must appear before him. Brothers and sisters, am I hurting myself? Oh, yes, as a young minister, you are. Why? You think you can prepare for your ministry alone? You think, you see, by being a church member, you learn a lot of things. You learn how rumors are developed and how they spread. You learn how to relate to people who are difficult. You learn how to relate to people. You see, I do not believe, as it were, like I said, in going to a church where I will not be held accountable. They that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. I believe in foundational membership classes. Anybody who says, I am not, you see, it's one thing in this generation. Some ministers will not bother you because they just wanted you to keep coming now if they won't bother you they just want to keep you coming they're not doing the best of service because you see something will happen in the day that you need the warmth of the church fellowship and if you are just going to a loose fellowship or a casual fellowship where nobody holds you accountable then there are certain things that you'll not be able to get done ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters am i hurting myself oh yes you are hurting yourself if you forsake the assembly together of one another as a man of service now let me go on here again another portion of this scripture says I like this one. He said, let us not hold aloof from our church meetings. There are some people they are aloof in the church. They come to church, but they are aloof. Men's fellowship, mm-hmm. Women's fellowship, mm-hmm. Singles fellowship, mm-hmm. Youth fellowship, mm-hmm. They will not, as it were, want to, if you <laughs> put on the lights, please. If you put it on, all of them will come to the stage. And that will be very difficult for me to handle. Then you'll be hurting me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, uh, Friday meetings, ah, it's meant for intercessory. They keep playing these things to themselves and playing these things away from themselves and playing it to other people. And they'll be hurting. You see, you're hurting yourself. You see, some people, that, many people who are in this church, after they left this church, they have called back, they have sent me and said, ah, when we were in the church, we did not know. What. Now, what does that mean? It means that they are now beginning to remember that they lost something they missed something evidently they had it on their fingertips evidently it was there for the taking it was there for the asking but you see they couldn't take advantage of it and they hurt themselves ladies and gentlemen ask yourself the question am i hurting myself by being late for services am i hurting myself of course look at the lateness and what it did to safira ananias came to church early now something happened and on the spot he dropped dead Three hours later, as the man of some is, she strolled in with her, with her face properly touched, with her back properly placed, and they asked her the same question they asked the husband. You see, I have a feeling, and this is what I said, if both of them have been there, when the question was asked, even if Ananas lied, Safira would have said, ah, let's tell them the truth. Because two are better than one. They'll be able to reason together and come out with a conclusion that is completely different from the one they came out with when they were asked individually and singularly. When they want to cross-examine people, they do it individually and singularly because that helps contradiction. But if it is together, well, things can quickly be done in, in that situation so that things that are not to be said will not be said and things that are not to be repeated will not be repeated. Am I hurting? Of course, you're hurting yourself by forsaking the assembling together. You're hurting yourself by not being prayer meetings, I can tell you that. By not being there on time, you're hurting yourself. Now you mean it will not so much be immediately evident. 
I remember a woman who went to hospital some years ago, a friend of us in the United States, and she was going to have her breast removed by operation because she had cancer. And she called me from the United States and said, excuse me, sir. I said, Henry George, I need to tell you something. He said, in those days when we were girls and we were smoking and doing all of that, he said, we did not know that some of those things we were eating then will have repercussion when we are old. He said, I regret every single cigarette stick I smoked. I regret everything I did in this place, in that place. He said, because as I was told, this is what is responsible or part of what is responsible for my condition. Now, she was remembering that she hurt herself. You can hurt yourself. You may be hurting yourself. You may have hurt yourself. I remember the man who became a Christian. But before he became a Christian, he had so much indulged himself in cigarette smoking and all manners of drug taking and then he had cancer of the throat. Now, it wasn't the devil that lit a cigarette and put it in his mouth. It wasn't the devil that made him smoke cigar. It was him. Now he's born again. His spirit will be saved. But he, he hurt himself. He was smoking it. He called it cigarette. But it is cancerate. Because that is what it proved to be. You call it enjoyment, but it is destruction. It is destruction. It is, you see, and you can hurt yourself by, like I said in point number three, not being a part and parcel of a local church. It hurts. You may not so soon see it, but there's some, I, I remember some of our young pastors, and they would come to me and they would say some things about church members, and I said, well, you should know that because we are a church member. I said, ah, Baba, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I mean, but the point is, if you are a good member, you will be a good pastor. Watch it down the road. Anybody who you see always coming, always sitting in front, always open up, always departmentally involved, always up and down, always. Now, give the opportunity to such a one. They'll be fruitful, like a vine beside the house. Quickly, because of time, I may not be able to exhaust it through the other, but I'll just go ahead. You will hurt yourself. Or you will hurt yourself if you do not seek and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. Nobody knows the way better than the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ said to the churches, Revelations 2.7, Revelations 2.11, Revelations 2.17, Revelations 2.29, Revelations 3.6, 3.13, 3.22. He said, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Now if God said, let him hear what the Spirit is saying, it means that you will hurt yourself if you don't listen. You will hurt yourself if you don't listen. You will hurt yourself if you quench the Spirit. First Thessalonians 5.19 is a quench not the Spirit. You will hurt yourself if you do not seek and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. No one knows the way ahead. No one knows every case and every situation you are faced with better than the Holy Spirit. Many, many times we hurt ourselves. Because we do not listen to the Holy Spirit. Let me say this to you. God always reveals his secrets to the righteous. But it's one thing for the, for the righteous to take heed. God always reveals his intentions. When God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 18, 17. He said, will I hide from Abraham that which I do? Seeing that he will become a great nation. He said, I'm going to hide. You will hurt yourself if you don't listen. If you don't wait on God. For Samuel 3 9, Samuel said, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Isaiah 30 21 said, You will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. You will hurt yourself if you do not seek, receive, and do what the Spirit is saying. We are members of the Church of God. Day on today, the Spirit of God is speaking. Night on tonight, the Spirit of God is revealing His intentions.
And I believe that most of the time we hurt ourselves because we did not listen. That is why he said, my son, attend to my watch, Proverbs 4.20, incline your ear to my sayings. Incline your ear to my sayings. Romans 8.16 said, the spirit witnessed with our spirit that we are children of God. I mean, the spirit witnessed with our spirit. What means God reveals it to me? And Romans 8.14 says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Led. Now, if led means something in the future. Does he not see my ways and count my steps? Isaiah 52, 12. You shall not go out in haste, not by flight. The Lord will go ahead of you and the glory of God will be your rear guard. I believe that this is the time for you to become more sensitive to God. Because you're going to hurt yourself. When the children of Israel never listen to what God had to say, they hurt themselves. Let me give you a good example. Open your Bibles to Numbers 33. Numbers 33. I want to read this scripture quickly. Numbers 33. Am I hurting myself? Listen to this scripture. And just follow me also as I read. Now God was telling the children of Israel, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Numbers 33 verse 55. He said, but if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those who you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. God said, I will hurt you. If you don't listen to my spirit, you'll be hurt. Proverbs 3, 6. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct you. Now, why does he direct your path? Because along that path in which you are going, there are going to be Areas you wouldn't have been able to pass through if you are not for his direction. Let me give you some translation of that scripture. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Listen to what it says here. Oh, I love the way he says it. Listen to what it says. He said, in all your doings, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. One other term says, he will make straight your path. Another one says, in all your ways, have mind of him and he will clear the road for you. In all your ways, be mindful of him and he will make straight your path. One of the ones says, in every course you take, have him in mind. He will see that your paths are smooth. Another one says, in all your ways, give ears to him and he will make straight your footstep. Job said, my footstep have held unto his ways. His paths have followed. I have not digressed. You will hurt yourself if you don't, if you don't take the Holy Spirit seriously. He's wanting to take the word of God seriously. But if you don't take the Holy Spirit seriously and operate with him as a comforter, you will hurt yourself. You will hurt yourself. It will cost you a lot. The cost of failure is more than the cost of success. What a failed marriage will cost you is going to be more than what, what, what a successful one will cost you. I was giving some people this story. I've said it in this church before. Years ago, there was a young man here who was in the University of Illinois here. When he was going to go to the university, he had his jump form, put it in front of him, laid hands on him and prayed. He fasted and prayed for three days that God would tell him the course he should choose. God told him to choose zoology. He chose zoology. He applied without knowing anybody that admitted him. He was in the university, 100 level, 200 level, 300 level, got to 400 level. He had receipts. He did the receipt, did the receipt until they removed him from the university. The last receipt he did is got 34. There was nobody we knew in the university we did not go to. There was no scripture we knew how to quote that we did not quote. One day as I was praying, I said to the Lord, 
God, why is it now? Ah, I mean, why? Even if you don't do the exam, children have heard of a sister who got 36, and when the typist was going to type it, he typed 63. Because why he hit one key uh, <laughs> before the other. Children have heard that you did it now, and they did not realize it until the girl had graduated. Why can't you do this? And God says something I will never forget. He said, I cannot do this because I don't know that he read the course. Ah, you did not know he read the course. What do you mean, God? He said, the course I told him to read was different. The one he read was different. Ah. So I called the brother and I said, bro, God say he's not where you read that course. Ah. He looked up and then he started laughing. I said, talk now. He said, yes. He said, because before I went to the university, I got the form, I got the jam form, I laid my hands on it, I prayed. And I committed everything to God's hand. And God said, choose zoology. And I chose zoology. When I got to one level and I did so well, and I thought, I, I can do another course now. So I applied and I changed faculty and I changed department. Without consulting God anymore. You will hurt yourself. You will hurt yourself. Take, if you have a business proposal, acknowledge him, or you hurt yourself. If you have a marriage offer, acknowledge him, or you hurt yourself. If you have a job offer, acknowledge him, or you hurt yourself. I remember the brother who got a job offer. It looked good, everything sounded good. But I just had this uneasiness behind me. And the way God confirmed it to me was like, you see a door before you and you open it, you are inside the house, you see a door, and you think that door leads to a better room, and you open it and it leads to the back of the house. And when you look back, the door bangs behind, behind it, and I told him, I said, this is what I saw. I said, well... There is a mystery about this, but let's seek your face for direction. The brother said, Ah, this job, this one cannot lead outside. He entered the job, and within three months, they sacked him from that job. And from then up till now, he doesn't have another job. Almost 12, 13 years ago. Every attempt, every door seemed closed. He hurt himself because he would not listen to the Holy Spirit. Let me close this message. Am I hurting myself? Another way you can hurt yourself is by hurting others. If you hurt others, you will hurt yourself. Most of the time people think God does not take count or charge of my hurting someone else. No. Let me say this. Every Christian brother or sister is a child of God. For as long as they are born again, they are the apple of his eyes, they are the flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone. Everything you do against them, you do against Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul did it and you know as well as I do that when Jesus Christ appeared to him on the way to the last cross Jesus said why are you persecuting me be careful how you treat every child of God Jesus himself said it you read this in the Bible and I know many of you have probably read it before now he said on that last day he will say unto some people on a particular part of his hand and turn to the rest and they will say what did we do he said i was thirsty you gave me water i was hungry you gave me food i was sick and then they will say when did we see you thirsty when did we see you hungry and then he will say to them for as long as you have done it all the least of these ones you've done it to me every child of god you should make sure when you are a child of god you do everything to make sure that heart is dealt with because every child of god is a member of the body of christ you are hurting yourself. Remember, we are all flesh of his flesh. Ephesians 5.30 and bone of his bone. If you hurt somebody with impunity and you do not care, you do not really care about it, you are hurting yourself. If you hurt other people, you will hurt yourself. 
I want us to look at two places. Open to Judges chapter 1. Judges 1. Judges 1. I saw this scripture years ago and it was such a fun just reading it. It was the case of a man who was hurting everyone. Before we go to Judges, let's get to Genesis. Genesis 4. This is the story of Cain. Who thought he could kill his brother? And because he is not the one, he is not going to be hurt. Nope. It's flesh of your flesh and bone of your bone. Genesis 4. You know the story. I read from verse 4. And Abel. Genesis 4 4. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and unto his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why are you wroth? And why is your countenance falling? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is thy where is Abel thy brother? I mean, you may look at the person as a criminal or as a terrible person, as a bad person. But God said, he is your brother. Flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone, member of the same family. You belong to the kingdom of God. You are as precious as the other person is precious to God. Now let's go on here. Because some of us, we set our brother at naught. I wish we had a little bit of time. But let me quickly deal with this and go on here. The Bible said, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed on the earth. He was hurting himself. He thought he was killing Abel, but no. He thought that if he killed Abel, then, you see, he won't have any problem for Abel anymore. But you see, and he said, And now thou cast from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother, blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. The cruel man troubled his own flesh. In cruelty he slayed his brother. Without a milk of human kindness. Judges chapter 1. Judges 1. I remember years ago when I saw this story. It was such a funny thing to me. And I will show you here now. Now, this was something that happened in the day of the judges. Now, after the death of Joshua, are you there? Judges chapter 1 verse 1. It came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites? For us to fight against them. And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into thy hands. And Judah said, Simon his brother, Come with me into my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I likewise will go with thee into thy lot. So Simon went with him, and Judah went up, and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hands, and they slew of them in Bezek ten thousand men. And they found, now pay very close attention, and they found Adoni Bezek in Bezek, and they fought against him, and they slew the Canaanites and the Perizzites, but Adoni Bezek fled, and they pursued after him, and caught him, and on the line cut off his thumbs and his great toes now these were complete strangers to Adonibezek they don't know him before but look at what happened verse 7 and Adonibezek said three score and ten kings which means seventy kings having their thumbs and their great toes cut off gathered their meat under my table 
as I have done, so God has required me. And they brought him to Jerusalem, and there he died. The cruel man troubled his own flesh. When you hurt others, you hurt yourself. Because whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. You may not reap in the same time in which you sow it, but you will reap it. See, time and harvest will not cease. Am I hurting myself? Am I hurting myself? The point is this. You see, I can go on and on and on and, and give you several instances in the Bible where people hurt others and thought, oh, no, I'm okay. But they hurt themselves. Haman, in the book of Esther, he prepared a gallow with the intention of hanging someone on it. Before the gallow was completed, it was one who hung on it. He that digget the pitch shall fall into it. He that breaketh down the hedges, the servant will bite him. What are you zeroing in on, George? Am I hurting myself? This is not what the devil is doing. This is what I'm doing to myself. In closing, I'll just give you two more points and then you can think about that. Another way you can hurt yourself is this you can hurt yourself if you have no respect for time. To everything there is a time and a season to every purpose under the heavens. Every time is not the best time. In Jeremiah 8.20, the people in Israel thought that, well, no problem. We can always give our lives to the Lord whenever we want to. We can always go to him whenever we want to. But it never happened. They now said the summer is sanded, the harvest is past, and we are not saved. To everything there is a time and a to every purpose under the heavens. It is only in his time that we make all things beautiful. Am I hurting myself? Because of the way you are wasting your time, you are hurting yourself. You will never be able to revisit the time you have wasted. If you think what is here today will always be here, you are hurting yourself. A day will come when God will require from you, not based on who you are, but the opportunities that he had given to you. One more. You are hurting yourself if you don't pray. Prayerlessness will hurt you. Georges, I mean the book of Jude 20 said, but you beloved building up yourself and your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Prayerlessness will hurt you. Let me give you a good example. Jesus told Peter, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Matthew 26, Peter said, well, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he did not pray. Not even the prayer of Jesus Christ could stop him from entering into temptation. When the hour of temptation came, he denied Jesus Christ three times. What was it that hurt him? Prayerlessness. Because according to Luke 18 verse 1, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Prayerlessness is hurting you. It can hurt your ministry. It can hurt your singing. It can hurt your home. It can hurt your job. It can hurt your relationship. It can hurt you. Give every excuse you want to give. But the question is, is it hurting you? Is it causing you pain? Of course it is. There was a time in the early church when they prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. But by the time you get to Acts 12, you will discover that the communal prayer of the early church had subsided. And so in verse 1, something happened. Herod took one of the leaders of the church, James, 
and he killed him because he saw that it pleased the Jews he cut Peter but the church realized that they hurt themselves because they were prayerless verse 5 now says in Acts 12 and prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him prayerlessness hurts and the question I want you to ask yourself is this you know at times some people say hey, the drummer did not beat properly and the keyboard did not play properly at times it is not the drummer or the keyboard it's prayerlessness what prayer can do nothing else can do in the place of it am I hurting myself you are hurting yourself by not fasting let me say it again because Jesus Christ came here and fasted you may think well I'm not fasting and it's because I cannot you are lying because you can I can do all things to Christ that strengthen me if you do not pray and do not fast there are some things that will never be done in your life so you're hurting yourself this kind there are some miracles some breakthroughs this kind goeth not yet forth except by prayer and fasting you may be getting some results but there are some results you will not be able to get the door will be shut the windows will be shut the wind everything will not move because this kind goeth not forth jesus said this one you're looking at if you don't pray and fast it will move and who knows the mountain ahead of you who knows the challenge who knows what we are going to where you're going to be in the next six months or one year you don't have to get there to begin to realize that you have hurt yourself while you're here what is called today harden not your hearts am i hurting myself another thing i will say is this in closing you are hurting you can hurt yourself by the wrong kind of relationship first corinthians 15 33 evil communication corrupt good manners am i hurting myself oh yes show me the kind of friend you work with i'll show you the kind of person you are walk not in the castle young girl stand not in the ways of sin and sit down the seat of the scornful am i hurting myself oh yes you are you never used to be dishonest but you are you never used to say this you never used to do it, but you are now why you hurt yourself because evil communication corrupt good manners that was why god had to rebuke jehoshaphat for having affinity with ahab second chronicles 19 verse 1 down to 10, uh, 5 god said no you shouldn't be working in that group because it will hurt you you may say well i will change that person god said you will not he told those people in israel do not marry an unbeliever because if you do they will convert you solomon did not succeed with all his wisdom to convert the tribes that he married into they converted him if solomon in his wisdom could not convert them what wisdom do you have have you ever written one song or a proverb am i hurting myself stand on your feet thank you lord i glorify your name lord tonight lift up your hands and praise him and worship and glorify him is a wonderful gracious master he's a good god just close your eyes one minute lift up your hands and bless him and ask him that question again am i hurting myself with my lifestyle am i hurting myself with the kind of places i go am i hurting myself
For the kind of friends I have, am I hurting myself? What kind of company I keep, am I hurting myself? Creating me a clean heart, oh Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Creating me a clean heart, oh Lord. Renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not, cast me not away from, from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me, from me. Restore unto me. And, and renew a right spirit.